Hello, and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I have Tommy here with me. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, Danny. How are things going? Going well. A little chilly this morning. Yeah. Winter has arrived. Yes. It's almost Christmas, so that's a good thing. Um, Let me see the socks. Oh, Starry Night. Yeah, I think I've shown you these. but Those are nice. Yeah, they're one of my favorites. Those are some fancy shoes, too. Thank you. You betcha. You didn't get those from Bobby, did you? No. Okay. <laughs> you're you're wondering if you're not getting first dibs anymore. <laughs> that's where I get. That's my connection to clothes, into shoes. So I yeah. can resell them to you. <laughs> <laughs> so today I wanted to talk about uh, sort of follow up from last week and talk about humble confidence. And um, so we, I know through the years, we've sort of tried to characterize what makes us different and sort of what our uh, internal values are. And um, we keep on coming back to this idea of we want people who are um, competent at what they do, you know, who are really, you know, we have a lot of very technical folks, great problem solvers, very competent people. But then we notice that um, sometimes with working with other folks, the really competent folks have, you know, uh, make you feel bad, make you feel like you're dumb, make you feel like you're not able to work with them. Um, and so this idea of humility uh, has become very important as well, so that um, the person is approachable, the person uh, doesn't make you feel like, you know, you, you don't know what you're talking about. And, and we just, this is especially from the view of a client. A client is looking for us to help them out and they need outside expertise. And so that's just been a really important thing for us, which is humble confidence. Um, what does it mean from you? Where did it come from? What, what sort of, give me a little bit of background on it for you. Sure, yeah. I, I think over the years in my experience in consulting and just working with people in the technology field, uh, the people that I enjoyed working with the most were smart people that were humble. and. Mm-hmm. You, you just felt like you were able to have a dialogue. You're able to contribute, you know, to the the conversation. You felt like you were a part of, um, you know, that journey of figuring something out. You know, very technical. Uh-huh. And you know, I think we want that for our customers. You know, you you always want to look at what does it feel like to be on the other side of the table, and you know. From my experience, I feel like someone that is humbly confident is the person you want to work with. Um, and, you know, so, you know, you, you run across people that are very smart and maybe don't have that balance of both intellectual IQ and emotional IQ. Yeah. And you feel like, gosh darn it, you know, it would be nice if there was some emotional IQ there because we could accomplish more. Um, you know, I think you become more isolated in a solution if you have that arrogance to you and you cannot, you know, speak to the level of your customer and, and understand and empathize in a situation. And it, it goes back to kind of last time we were talking about that buzzword synergy. I think it does create that one plus one equals three scenario when you can approach a a situation with humble confidence. I I think it's great that you brought up um, emotional intelligence with with intellectual. I think this is what we're trying to do is combine the two of those. And it's um, sometimes you don't you don't find it. You know, that's a very difficult quality to find because 
you know, you, you have people lean towards one side or the other. They, you know, they could really care about you, but they're not able to solve your problem or they really want to solve your problem and you don't feel like they care about you. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think, you know, what happens sometimes is you get people that can care about you, but maybe not have, you know, the intellectual capacity to solve the problem. Or you have people that, you know, are very uh, intellectual, but um, they kind of lean on that versus work on the emotional side. Mm -hmm. And I think you can tend to um, use one or the other as a crutch. You know, if you get really good at the emotional IQ side of things, you can um, spin things well. You can, you know, keep the conversation going. You can actually sound like maybe you know what you're doing when you don't know what you're doing uh-huh. um, and that can be dangerous and then you can you know leaning on the intellectual side which is I know I'm right I need to prove the person on the other side of the table that I'm right and I'm going to take the fastest path I can to prove that I'm right and we know where that leads to you know it leads to um, people digging in their heels and feeling like they're not being heard, and so you never come to a solution. You, there ends up being this kind of um, fight-or-flight type scenario. Yesterday I did a, um, a podcast interview with Cassie Crossley. She was starting up a, her own podcast, and we did an interview, and we were talking actually about oh, really? this subject. Oh, cool. Because yeah. we, um, you know, we were talking about how do you hire the right people, and I, I, this is where humble confidence sort of came up, and... Um, I think, how do you, I guess, when we're looking at uh, bringing new folks on board, how do you find this quality? I mean, how do you, how do you distinguish that a person has this quality? You know, it's tough. I, I think there's a little bit of, in an interview process, you know, how balanced is the conversation? Mm-hmm. You know, are they taking time to listen um, you can see it in, in cues and body language of, you know, how the, the person comes, you know, delivers a message. And, um, you know, at times, someone that's humbly confident um, undersells themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I try to get a sense of, does there seem to be, uh, you know, some level of, found, you know, a strong technical foundation? And how do they handle you know, the interaction and the, and the challenge of an interview process. And the way they handle that, to me, starts giving you indications of are they humbly confident. Are, and, for example, you know, you could get into an interview process and the person can just belabor the amount of knowledge they have on a particular topic to kind of prove that they're smart enough to work, you know, mm-hmm. at three wall type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I start seeing that, when I see someone talking too much and, and trying to prove too hard how smart they are, then I start thinking, well, there's probably um, going to be a challenge here with humble confidence and them representing three will in a humbly confident way. I think one of the people around here that really epitomizes this is Kirk Lamone. Um, cause he could be, the, he could be the smartest person in the room and know the, you know, the, the most exact correct answer yet he will, will listen to other people. He'll put, you know, he'll, he'll tell you what he doesn't know. You know, he's really puts himself out there and, um, and you know, sometimes it's, uh, it's difficult to have that in the sales process, but in delivery, man, that's the type of person you want to be beside They They just sort of lay it all out there. 
and uh, they know how to you know they know how to solve problems but when there are certain things that they're uncertain of they have um, they're confident enough in themselves they're courageous enough as a as an individual to put themselves out there and share maybe what they don't know right and that can be a fine line that yeah. that can be a, a tight you know uh, um, quite a um, difficult thing to walk that tightrope of staying humble and also being confident because you know you can um, go a little bit too far in the Mm -hmm. humble side and and undersell yourself and start eroding that confident side of what the customer needs to feel like i'm being taken care of yeah and so i think we're always coaching people to you know lean in either direction based on sometimes it's the audience and where you are in that relationship and in that conversation where you determine, you know, how much of the humble you turn up and how much of the confident you turn up. And so there, there's an art to that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we work with people at Three Will to make sure we bring them into situations where they can shine and, and kind of bring their strengths of how they approach that humble confidence in a way that is going to best serve the customer, you know, at the right right time in the right place yeah i think especially where we're talking about with in the um, consulting realm because people are looking at us as experts and so they want to make sure that you know they're <laughs> working with the right folks uh, first off mm-hmm. and then some of this stuff that you know people when they're engaging us they don't want to know how the sausage is made they just want it done that's right and so if there are risks you know they definitely get those documented but you don't have to keep on you know you you come up with mitigation plans to them you come up with you work maybe you have conversations with other team members but there is certain things that you don't need to let the client know that you you know that makes sense for you to work through risk wise with the team but you don't you know you don't want to always be you know, you know screaming wolf either right because we want to be a part of the problem you know i mean we won't. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. a part of the solution not Whoa. not not the problem um i i kind of i kind of uh short-circuited that uh that phrase there um (laughs) no we do not want to be part of the problem (laughs) no that's that's the point is i I think our customers have enough problems and at the end of the day we want to be careful on how much we surface to them Mm -hmm. and and that again has its appropriate balance where you need to bring things up that empower the customer that give them the ability to choose the path when it's time for them to to make a choice versus bringing up things that are outside of their control things that we need to address and maybe we give awareness of that but it, at the end of the day we're we're owning it as though it's our problem mm-hmm. um, and so trying not to surface up those problems too much but knowing when is it the right time to get the customer involved. So they feel like, well, you didn't wait too long to tell me this. And also at the same time, you weren't just telling me every single problem you ran up against each day. Because it's easy to kind of say, I've got all these issues and kind of sandbag, oh, you know, this is impossible to do um, and create so much worry for the customer. Um, we're always trying to find that right balance of how much do I expose to the customer to enable them not to paralyze them and make them feel like this is impossible. Um, so that, that's tough to do. And, and I think with a humble, 
a good balance of humble confidence. Um, you know when to bring up those problems and when to um, solve them for the customer without burdening them with the problem. Um, one of the other benefits to having folks around here with this character trait is it creates a great learning environment. So people who are starting up new at Three Will, uh, you know, working alongside with those folks. I think back in my career, uh, like Dave Cohen back at Extreme Logic, how oh, yeah. he was a, you know he was the smartest guy in the room. Yet I feel like I could come and ask him a question. He wouldn't belittle me. He wouldn't make me feel like I was stupid, and he would sort of talk me through it. And so I think it's important to us as we grow as a company and as we bring on younger folks that we have this so that they feel like other people on their team are approachable. I agree. I agree. It does create a, a great learning environment when you have um, people that are humbly confident. You know, I, I've said it this way to some people that have um, interviewed for Three Will is that what you'll find is a bunch of A players that think they're B players <laughs> um, <laughs> and they feel like there's you know pe- so many people they can learn from. And um, that's a great environment to be in that you feel like you can contribute to others and others can contribute to you in terms of your journey of learning and and growing in your career. So if you're listening to this, you might be looking for an environment like this where where this is a really important characteristic. I think Tommy and I could probably go on for another 30 minutes about this. But, you know, if you're looking for this type of environment for your career... Um, definitely drop by our website we've got sort of a, we've got an open positions and you know you can start the whole process kick the process off with interviewing at three wills so I know in this upcoming year we're, we're, we're looking to hire at least a couple folks is that right Tom yes we sure are. great and then I think for um, you know work if you want to work with a company like us where we're not coming in and and um, uh, you know, telling you what to do and what are really listening and are competent in what we're doing. Uh, uh, yet we come at it in a way that is, is, a, is full of humility. Um, if you're looking to work with a company like us, definitely come to the uh, threewheel.com site, go to the contact us page, and you'll it'll basically start a conversation with me. And I'd love to hear from you and just to hear more about maybe you're trying to instill this character trait within your own organization and so i would love to hear from you so anything else to wrap us up tommy i think that's good awesome thanks everybody for listening and have a wonderful day take care bye-bye bye-bye